Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. Um, Today we have an amazing guest with us. I'm so excited. I've mentioned that she's coming on. I told you and I'm excited she's here. Let's welcome Emily Tornator here to the Passive Income Examiner show. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so grateful to have you as a guest. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Wonderful. And I love the topic of today's discussion, talking about, you know, streamlining back office workflow systems and just simplifying things for small business owners. Tell us a little bit about your business and kind of how you got started and where, you know, what what led you to this, this path that you're on? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, it's interesting because my background is I originally was in IT as a business analyst. And I'm the least technology IT person you'd ever want to meet. But I loved talking to my clients and figuring out their struggles and how we could help them. And then I would like pass it off to the really smart technology people and they would do their magic. And then I would try and test it and break it. And then I went to massage school for fun, became a massage therapist, and over many, many years realized that people are so great at their craft and their passion and what they want to do and how they want to help people and found that the business knowledge oftentimes isn't there because you haven't had to learn it over lots of trial and errors and being, you know, my background in IT and things, I found ways to streamline like our massage business and ways to make it a little bit more efficient so that we weren't having to spend as much time doing paperwork and, you know, appointment settings and all that kind of that time and really could be in the room with our clients. So Which when I decided to be more profitable too, I bet. <laughs> absolutely. Of course. And I loved it because then I had more time, you know, doing what I really loved to do. So when I decided that I was kind of done with the hands-on work of massage, I was trying to figure out what to do next. And it took me a while to figure it out. And I found that I just kept connecting with business owners and I would naturally connect them together and naturally help them with their processes and give suggestions and connect them with people who could help them streamline. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go down that path. And I took a lot of courses and certifications and things and um, have been doing business coaching and consulting for a while now. And I just love it because it kind of takes all the little nuances of everything that I've done in the past and meshed them together. Oh man, isn't it just amazing when we finally find that thing that just makes us light up and it is our thing? It is. And it's it's so funny how it happens because it's never how you think it would. Right? Right? Yeah. I love that. Okay, so tell us a little bit kind of what you do. You know, people hear back office workflow and I think that's just a open-ended verb uh, phrase, I suppose, that anybody could interpret their own way. So kind of tell us a little bit about what you you interpret that to be and how you help people. So, you know, it's definitely not a cookie cutter one size fits all. I love to talk to people and understand their business a little bit more. And it's very, it's difficult when you're in the trenches to figure out where your holes are. It's much simpler for me to come in and say, okay, tell me like, if I'm a potential new client, how do I get a hold of you? Now, what do you do? 
those kind of things. And what are the stumbling blocks that your clients find? You know, typically the people that I'm working with are maybe the only person in their company. They only have so much time. They're overwhelmed. Um, So trying to figure out, you know, is there some processes that we can help them automate? Or are there things that we can make sure that they do the same, you know, that they do over and over again to make sure that you don't miss a step and your customer experience goes down? So it typically, if it's a one-on-one client of mine, usually we meet, we kind of talk a little bit about their business. I ask questions of how they manage certain things in their business. And then that kind of opens up some rooms for improvement, things that we can do. Um, and a lot of times it's it's things where I give them a few suggestions and they go out and do it on their own, you know, or if they really don't want to deal with it, I'll help them or help them find the right person that can do it. You know, so so it's hard to say like, oh, it's always this, but like it might be if they don't have automatic invoicing happening. Well, maybe we can set that up, figure out a way to do it affordably um, that saves them time and money because now it's more time that they can be with other clients or, you know, six months down the road when they go to try and do their taxes, they don't have to spend hours trying to go back and find all that stuff. Mm, yeah. Uh, well, and also what I love, what I really love about what you're saying is how you slow people down enough, because I think a lot of times we don't know what we don't know. How often does this happen? You get on a call with a client and you're like, so tell me a little bit about your business and where are you struggling? And they're just like, I don't know. I'm just drowning. I don't know. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and it's funny because the people who I feel like I can help the most are the people who are so overwhelmed and feel like they're drowning, like you said, but getting them to like pause and say, okay, we're going to take 30 minutes and we're just going to talk. And they're like, oh, I don't have 30 minutes, but if we could take that 30 minutes, we're going to gain them so much time in the end. But it, yeah, it's, you know, it can be a little tricky to press that pause button, especially when you don't even know where to begin. And that's, that's where I like to help is, you know, just gain a little sanity back. Right. Well, and also you seem like you just listening to some of the questions you were asking, it seems like you're doing a very good job of kind of leading them down the bunny trail. You know, let's talk about your onboarding process. Let's talk about this process. How do you do this? And I think a lot of times we're taking for granted the things we do every day. And I'll bet you there's automations or systems of some sort that can help us that we haven't even had the time to slow down and look into And then we, with your help, obviously we can, you know, unpack that a little bit, figure out what we can do differently. Give us an example. Maybe it would be best. Or if you have an idea, just, you know, of somebody who's talking about some of their systems or processes, and then all of a sudden you just get like an aha moment, or do you go out and research what other people in their industry are doing? Or how does that process work? Most times it's kind of just from talking and it's that aha of like, have you thought about this? You know, where since I'm not in the trenches of the every day, it's a little bit simpler. And I will say there's patterns as far as things that, you know, service providers have. So like, I think a great example, because, you know, I know it so well is the massage industry, right? As a massage therapist, you really care about the work you're doing with the client that's on your table right then. And then you give them their suggestions of what their follow-ups can be. And then they leave and now you move on to the next person. And you think about them a lot, like, you know, two days down the road, oh, I wonder how their shoulder's doing, if they're feeling better. You know, and you might text them or send them a message. But do you have a solid follow-up plan that, you know, communication plan with them? 
most will say no. And the reason is because they're so involved in what they're doing in their appointments. You know, you don't think about it, but if you could set up some follow-up plan that you could automate where that text goes out three days after their visit, and it doesn't necessarily have to be super personalized, but just to let them know they're thinking about it or, you know, a month since their last visit, things like that. But it really depends on the industry. However, everybody has those few things that they do. They bring in a client or a customer one way or another. They get paid for what they do. And then they need to follow up. Those are like the three basic things that everybody does. So I like to start there because either they may have it all together, but if they're overwhelmed, chances are there's something we can improve in those three aspects. Right. And I mean, even though they may not like add more time to being able to fit in a whole other client, just the peace of mind. And I think for me personally, I tend to sometimes carry everything in my head. And not, you know, I'm, I'm moving, I've got four kids and and by moving, I'm like physically upstairs, downstairs, over here, over there interrupted. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I have all this going on in my brain and sometimes I put it on paper and I'm like, oh, that was it. Like it was like five things and it felt like a hundred, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Or like you forget a step and you think about it. Like I think about it when I'm at my son's soccer practice where I don't have good, you know, service. And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here not doing anything. I can get this one thing done and then you can't do it. And it's like, and then, you know, then you think of it again at midnight and you're like, oh, darn it. Yeah. Do that now. I want to (laughs) be sleeping or, you know, spending time actually watching my kids practice. So when he looks up, he sees me watching him. Right. Um, Yeah. That balance is tough as a, you know, as a business owner for sure. So, you know, even if it's, these streamlining things aren't, it may not be that they need more clients. Like oftentimes the people that I work with have a a really great client base. They just want some more time and some peace (laughs) away from it. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me ask you something. What if you knew the exact formula for pinpointing a passive product? You had the right steps to create and launch that product. And even more importantly, the perfect recipe to generating sales on autopilot. Well, friends, that is exactly what we're doing in the upcoming eight week scale with passive income mastermind. Look, if you've been trying to scale your business, but you're really not sure what steps to take, or you feel overwhelmed by your to-do list, and you want to cut down on the time it takes to figure out how to launch and scale a passive income product, then this mastermind is for you. Not only do you get weekly training, spotlight coaching sessions, tactical bonuses, and my focus strategy on your business, but you also have the opportunity to be a part of an amazingly supportive community with like-minded, driven business owners who, just like you, are on the same kind of journey. People to help keep each other accountable, give honest, practical feedback to one another, and inspire momentum as you go all the way to level up your business in a big way. I am so excited to announce that this mastermind is accepting applications. In order for me to give you the most of myself and my one-to-one experience in this mastermind, I am keeping registrations limited. So be sure to head over to thepassiveincomeexaminer.com forward slash mastermind to read more about this eight-week program and to register early. Oh, by the way, did I mention the extra bonuses that are a part of this? Not only do you get everything I've already talked about as far as the training, the one-on-one, the camaraderie, 
but we have a special guest, Emily Tornator, who's going to be helping you one-to-one work on your back office workflow and organization to help you carve out the time you need to be able to complete this project. Listen, friends, the whole purpose of this mastermind is for your success. I have my eyes, my ears, all my attention on this so that you get from A to Z. This isn't like other masterminds or group activities where you just follow through a pre-recorded training and you're left to figure it out yourself, maybe with a weekly call or something like that. No, you get one-on-one attention. We'll be having breakout groups, co-working sessions. Friends, the whole purpose, again, like I said, is for you to be successful. So you really have nothing to lose. Head over to PassiveIncomeExaminer.com forward slash mastermind and discover what's in store for you in this eight-week program. Yeah, well, I mean, and you think about, and obviously we both know this from our own experience and how much uh, small business owners, especially service-based business owners, they end up wearing all the hats. And I think one of the biggest reasons is, and maybe you have an automation for this, hint, hint, wink, wink. And I'm totally joking because I'd be really impressed if you did. (laughs) But like hiring people and finding good help and training, oh my star, sometimes I think like right now I've been searching for um, like an assistant and I think to myself, man, what am I going to do when I finally get her or him? And then the time it's going to take to train, it's like, man, I could just get all this done myself in the same amount of time it would take me to train her a 10th of what it is I want her to do, you know? Right. But then I'm like, I know it'll be useful. So just, it's like this back and forth. I know we're all having this conversation (laughs) in our head. Yes. And you know, it's so funny because I have a lot of my one-on-one coaching clients get together like monthly in this collaboration group. And it's something that comes up with everybody, no matter what service industry it is. Right. And it's cool to hear the different ideas of like, Oh, I always hire out for this. Maybe it's bookkeeping, right? Like I just have a bookkeeper because I don't like finances or social media or whatever it is. And like, but it is, it's that hard part of like, okay, but you got to get a little bit, of your act in order <laughs> to get the information to them. But I think, yeah, it's like higher to your weaknesses, right? Like, oh my goodness, even if that means you're not bringing someone on yourself, but you're going to someone who is really good at that part of the business and, you know, making sure that you have that trust that they're going to take care of it. But yeah, it is, it's really hard to press pause and even though, you know, if I spent five hours on this now, it's going to save me how many hours in the future, but finding that five hours, oh, that can be kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are some of the like most common tips that you uh, give people to help them kind of prioritize that working on their business piece that we can all kind of push to the back burner? (laughs) Well, you know, one of the things that I think works really well when you're in that swirly state of like just too much, obviously, you know, you make your list, you try and time block, blah, 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 all that stuff you've heard a bazillion times that, you know, sounds really great in theory, but it's not real realistic. Um, One of the things that I think really works well for the majority of people I've talked to is when you have your list, if you can jot down next to it, how much time that one task is going to take you, if I have a 15 minute 
break that I didn't think I was going to have. And I, you know, maybe I get off a call early or something and I have an extra 15 minutes. If I don't have those times listed out with every little thing that I have to do, I'll spend 10 minutes trying to figure it out now and I only have five, right? If I have a list and one of them's a 10 minute thing and I know I can just boom, get that thing done, maybe it's send an email or whatever it happens to be. I don't have to, I don't have to think through what to do, but that's something that seems to really work for a lot of people is when you jot down your list, write down that time that it's going to take. Um, even if it's like reach out to that social media manager, reach out to that bookkeeper, that's going to take me three minutes, whatever. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of helpful. That's, that's a very good tip. You know, um, what about for people who aren't really sure? I mean, like, what if I don't know quite how long things will take? Just put those at the bottom of the list and just focus on what you do know. Is that what you might suggest? Well, I think the first thing is making sure it's on the list. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you're going to forget it. And if you're like me, like it, when I'm in one of those swirly spaces, I've got 10 different lists and then I don't look at them all. So like making sure you have one list that you keep in one spot so you know where it all is. Um and I mean, I don't know if like putting it at the bottom of the list is necessarily the right thing. Maybe you can buck it into like less than an hour. You know, ah, that's a good idea. See, One to three hours. Really smart about this stuff. I love your simplicity. Okay. And I really want to hear more about this community you talked about. Like you just, sure. just like breezed over that. And I'm like, wait, 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 let's go back to that a minute. Tell me more. What What's going on with that? Yeah, so you know, it's funny because when I started my business, I started it out as a collaboration group of a place for business owners to come. And this was a local, like I had it in my dining room, um, where, you know, a trusted group of local business owners could come and really have a place to talk about their ideas, talk about their struggles, get feedback from each other. It was not a networking group, um, really a support situation. And then from there, it morphed into one-on-one coaching and consulting because the accountability piece was missing. So mm-hmm. then I went towards that. But everyone who was in my one-on-ones could then do the collaboration and it moved to Zoom with COVID and stuff. Um, but, you know, I'm launching it now as a collaboration group. You don't have to do coaching with me to be in the collaboration um, it's really a community for business owners to meet and have small group Zooms um, to really develop that trust and make sure that, you know, what what they are saying is a struggle, they really get good feedback on because it doesn't matter what industry and in, you might have encountered that and gotten past it, or you might be going through it also at the same time, and then two of them can chat. Um, so it's really going to be a monthly membership for service providers, small business owners coming together. I'll have trainings on things like, you know, like that we just talked about, little videos and different things like that. But it's really about that community and having that place to come and talk and not feel like you're going to be sold to. You know, I had one of my clients when I was asking him, I was like, what do you think about this as being more of a membership type thing? And he said, oh my gosh, it's great because that's one of the things I really love about the collaboration group. And you know, he mentioned it's a place to be ourselves, not sell ourselves. And I said, oh my gosh, that's absolutely perfect. That is what this is. Because you often go to networking groups and you hear people talking and you're like, oh my gosh, I'd love to talk to them. It sounds like we could really connect. And then you get together and it ends up being more of a 
sales-centered meeting. I didn't want that. I want somewhere where people can be authentic and genuine. Um, you know, that that's what I'm more about. What I want my business to be more about is really be yourself. Like if you're having a crappy day, say you're having a bad day. Like this is the group that will encourage you, will definitely celebrate your successes. But when you're having a rough day, they're not going to blow smoke. Like they're going to say, yeah, that sucks. Like, and they're going to help you get through it based on their experiences or just having that support. So you're not having to talk like, you know, I don't want to have to talk to my husband or my sister about my business all the time, but I find myself doing it when I don't have that close knit circle of people that I can reach out to during the day. Well, and you're, I'm just, I literally am getting chills listening to you talk because I can relate. I can totally understand the power behind this and that relief that a business owner could feel by just being able to show up and be real. I mean, I think, and I've been to those networking groups, you know, you, you're putting on a show, you're wanting referrals. And so you're like demonstrating yourself, your professionalism, you're on, you know, you always have to be on when you're a service. It's, it's like, it reminds me too, even as in upper management and in running my own small business, no matter where I went, I was representing my brand, no matter who I was talking to, um, or, you know, as a manager, it was like, managers can't have bad days. Cause then when the manager's having a bad day, everybody has a bad day. And so you constantly have to be like, chipper and upbeat and like just it feels so much so it can feel so exhausting especially when you have an underlining tone of man just I wish I could just have time to sit down and think or I wish I could just focus on x y and z and we're just running around you know overwhelmed but trying to put on a happy face what a what a blessing to be able to sit there with other people and just be like I can just be myself. We can just talk. That just sounds nice already. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. And I'm like, you know, along with that, like we'll have like coffee chats where there's no agenda. You know, it's just bring your coffee, bring some work you need to do, chat and visit while you're working, you know, or if there's something where you're like, oh my gosh, I just can't get this done. You know, you just need someone to talk to about it. It'll be a place to do that. You know, especially now that so many people are working from home and you don't have that environment of, you know, meeting up at lunch or whatever it happens to be. And yeah. And so is that something that's available now for people or is that something that's coming soon? How would you have a kind of a timeline for them? Yeah. So I am officially launching it May 1st. People can start applying now. Um and so, you know, I'm starting to get all my systems and my processes in place because, you know, I'm not any different than anyone else. I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, I'm going to do this. Yeah, let's go ahead. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I guess I better have my application ready. <laughs> I better get the community forum ready, you know, all the things that go into it. Uh, but, yeah, by May 1st, it will be launched and live. Um, you know, I already have a core group that I already know are going to be in there because, you know, they've already been kind of in this collaboration that I have with ongoing clients. Um, but yeah, so, and I'm going to limit it to, you know, a smaller number right now so that the, like, we'll have twice a month Zoom meetings that will be 10-ish people because I don't want it too big. Not everybody will get a chance to bring up whatever they would like to bring out. Um, 
you know, I just, I want them to have that developed trust in their group. Yeah. So that it's not just a kind of open, like Facebook group, it's going to be much smaller. Um, You know, you'll have the community to interact with, but then it will be smaller groups when it comes to the actual collaboration zooms and things like that. So really your hand selecting who gets to participate. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that's even, even more exclusive and, you know, even a, a safer place. I mean, you created a really safe place for business owners to just go be themselves. And wow, that's really wonderful, Emily. That's, that's really exciting. I can't wait to check it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. And I don't, I just don't want anyone to feel funny. Like it's not going to be industry exclusive, but you know, we don't want like five people of the same industry in one group because that won't be as diverse of feedback and things like that. And I want them to feel like they can really bring their questions and, you know, not be, I don't want it to be like competitors listening, you know, and I don't, I, it won't be like that because I, you know, that's not at all what I'm about, but um, you know, I know that can be hard for some people like, you know, that, are struggling with that. So I see what you're saying. So like if they maybe have something kind of proprietary, they don't want necessarily another person in the industry to kind of hear what they're about to go down this road. And they want to talk through it with somebody or with the group. That makes right. sense. That's right. Re- I mean, and it may not be that, that, you know, 10 person group, they want to talk, you know, they can break off into smaller groups that, you know, we can facilitate and things. So I'm still kind of trying to figure out those details. And a lot of that will just come naturally, I think, but yeah, I'm really, it's excited. still great. I mean, the whole concept sounds wonderful. What's the website. If people want to go check it out right now and just kind of see what's the preview. Yeah. So it's under pubnapkinpartnerships.com under the services page. So the reason I named my business that it's just kind of funny is, uh, I actually stole it from my husband. He was thinking about starting a business years ago and, um, it just didn't end up happening, but you know, he said, he said something about pub napkin. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, think about it. All of our big ideas that we've ever had, buying a house or, you know, furniture where we're going to arrange it, naming our children. We wrote it all on bar napkins. All of our great ideas come on bar napkins. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so right. So um, that's where pub napkin partnerships came. So (laughs) that's great. I love it. Uh, Okay. So I know we have, I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. We are moving to the mastermind. I've been talking about it on the podcast here and you get to be our special guest. Um, tell us like, so first of all, I guess, let me just kind of, for anybody listening, what I'm talking about is the passive income examiner has an upcoming eight week mastermind for small business owners to help you scale your business with passive income revenue. So that like what Emily's helping you do is to, is carve out time. And what the passive income examiner is doing is helping you generate a new revenue stream so that you can take more time off without it impacting your bottom line or establish yourself so that you know how to create passive income. So you could ultimately retire and have cash flow. I mean, imagine that. So wouldn't Emily, that be amazing? I know, right? I already told my son, I don't know. I think you and I have talked enough. I I can't remember if I told you how he started his own Shopify store. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, you could pay for yourself for college or at least the bare minimum, you know, fun money then. Yeah. <laughs> so he's excited about that. Well, that's a side note. Anyway, <laughs> I get off track sometimes because it's, it's my son and I just think it's so exciting. Um, 
So tell me a little bit about what you're going to be bringing into the group and what people can expect and how they get to work with you. So I love the idea of this mastermind that you're doing because I think that there are so many people who need it. And when you think about the people who will be coming in, I think a lot of them will have already had their businesses. They've spent a lot of time in their business. They realize, okay, maybe that's not something that they want to be spending all their time on, but they still want to have their, have a business. Um, so some of what I'll be doing is helping them figure out like, okay, how do you get enough time in your week to com- to work with the mastermind first so that you can set yourself up for success um, and do all the things that are coming out of the mastermind, right? Because you still have your normal life, your normal business, everything else, kids, whatever, um, while you're participating in the mastermind. So you've got to figure out how you're going to carve out that time. So I'm hoping that, you know, in our one-on-one conversations, we'll be able to figure out some ways to maximize their time. Maybe there's something in their business right now that we can put in place simply and quickly that will gain them an hour here or there, things like that. Um, And then as they're going through their mastermind, making sure that they've They've thought about some processes and some systems and maybe automation, things that they can start setting up for their CASA product um, so that they're started off on the right foot. Yes. You know, and that's something too, I think people maybe overestimate how much time is really needed to dedicate to developing a a legitimate and quality passive product. Really, I mean, the bare minimum, I would say is 90 minutes a week. It's going to take a little bit longer, but it's effective. And especially if you just really zone in on that 90 minutes, you can get a lot done. I like to see people have, you know, three to five hours a week to get a little farther ahead. But, you know, if if that's just unrealistic, it can still be done with 90 minutes a week. And that is definitely doable. I know, I'm sure, Emily, you are able to help people get at least that much time. Um, hopefully, right. At least uh, most of us don't have a lot of streamlined processes and I'm sure there's some unique ways you can help us develop that. But, um, I mean, actually let's talk about that really quick. I mean, we have a few more minutes. Can you share with us maybe some examples of people you worked with and how you helped them? So like some maybe stories. For sure. So I have just, oh my gosh, she's an amazing client. She's been working with me probably about a year and a half and is a social media manager. And oh my gosh, incredible. Started doing social media as a project in college. Like this was her like business project. And all of a sudden it took off. So, you know, she's doing great. She's got all these clients coming in. Um, Business is really going well, but she was working, you know, crazy hours, just crazy hours. Um, And young, you know, right out of college. And so she had the energy, which I do not, to actually do it. Um, But when we started working together, you know, she didn't have contracts. She didn't have invoicing. She didn't have um, a way to keep track of her kind of her to-do list other than her like, you know, just written stuff that she kept track of. And she was scared she was going to forget things for her clients or would miss something, maybe miss a meeting, those kind of things. Um, so we worked really hard on getting some workflows together. And a lot of people don't know what in the world a workflow is. And all it is, is a step-by-step list of what you do over and over again. So we just started with one, you know, when you talk to a new client, what do you want to have happen? 
creating the proposal, creating a contract that the proposal can turn into, now making an invoice, getting a business account. Um, you know, she was she didn't have a business account, like didn't even think about that. So because you don't know, you only know what you know, right? Um, jump ahead, you know, a year later, she got engaged, wanted to plan to take a week off for her honeymoon and wanted to plan the wedding week off. So ended up hiring somebody, has a contractor helping her doing different things. And lo and behold, she took two weeks off for her wedding and her honeymoon. Didn't miss a single thing for her customers. I mean, granted, they all knew she was gone, but they probably wouldn't have known if she hadn't told them. Like she was really had it streamlined. And then the poor girl got COVID. So then she had another week off that she hadn't planned on and missed her honeymoon like craziness. Um, but now when I talk to her, like the things that she's working on are, you know, looking into, hey, can I create some courses and some things of how to do these, you know, as more passive products, you know, like I, I told her like, you need to go take Lindsay's mastermind. It's perfect for you. But she couldn't even think of those new ideas if all these other things hadn't been done. Oh, it's not a. You know, it wasn't a quick process by any means, but she's not working 6 a.m. till 2 a.m. now. If you like Um, mommy's so, leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends. Good thing she had that before she had kiddos. <laughs> right? I know. We'll see when that comes or if that comes. But yeah, exactly. That's great. Oh, my goodness. Wonderful. Well, I, I'm so excited for this. Like, I'm really just tickled. I cannot wait to see how we can make a difference in people's lives. Like, that is truly going to be the most exciting and rewarding part of this whole thing. Um, and I'm excited to be doing it with you. We are just an amazing woman. I love talking with you. You're so genuine and um, down to earth, you know, and it's just such a, a an awesome quality and, and sweet. You're just a sweet person. So thank you so much <laughs> for well, all of you. you. I so appreciate that. I'm really excited to do it too. And, you know, your members of your mastermind will find out. I'm not going to tell them something that I'm not going to say, you should go do this. Like that's not at all the way that I work. And I will be the first one to say, yeah, I haven't conquered this myself either. Like, you know, my kids are home on spring break. Yesterday was a disaster around here. Like nothing was getting done. We were lucky to to be alive by the time the end of the day was like, so I get it. Like things don't go as planned a lot and you just do what you can. Yeah. It's so true. So true. Wow. Well, thank you so much for just coming on the show, offering your goodness and, um, can, and people can find you on your website, pub napkin partnerships. I'll drop the link below. Of course, the mastermind or excuse me, the membership that, uh, Emily offers is on her website. Um, so we'll put that deep link in there as well. If you want to go right to that, um, that's going to be launching right around the corner. So guys go check it out. You can apply now and be one of the first people to get your application in. Um, and even better to be one of the founding members, uh, what an opportunity this is going to be. I'm just, I just truly cannot wait. This is exciting. Thank you. And yeah, and I'm happy to help, you know, if anybody wants to reach out, like, you know, I'd love to just have consults and chit chat and see how I can help. And regardless if we end up working together or not, I, I just love doing that and having people walk away with an action step that they can do right away. So, oh. This is great. Well, thank you again. And um, thank you. you. Everybody go check out Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lindsay.